Oh, Vic and Allen, Josh Allen, the same guy, just minus the, the skin color difference. First up, we found out that there was a Kyler on the loose as Shaham took on Goers. Unfortunately, this one was over before future Supreme Court Justice Judge Jerry Judy could give her decision. Goers sputtered around like a blind Peyton Barber and was taken out the back in a Hayden Hurst. Just about everyone on Shaham's team showed they have a lot of Miles Sanders left on the Tylers. Even if they take their coffees, Metcalf. Shaham 172, Goers 96. Last week on this very forum, we buried Kuiper. Simply put, we didn't think he had a Gould team. His running backs, frankly, made us just sicky. We wanted to get Ridley of his team from the contender conversation. And then week two happened. His opponent, the man we say is Amari to the waiver wire, Adma. Did he put up a fight? If we had to Al Mazur to guess, we'd say yes. But this just wasn't it, Chiefs. Kuiper, 137. Adma, 120. Womp, womp. The week of unlikely winners continued with full-on tank star Kush taking on bleeding heart bones. Though Kush's two running backs entered the contest as backups, it was obvious the two were on the cream hunt for red end zones. He didn't need a marvelous performance from his quarterback in this one. On the flip side, if it could go wrong, it did go wrong for bones. Paris Campbell's chunky soup was sent to the IR. That is, mm-mm, bad. Ronald McDonald Jones II finally took off his mask and proved once again that he was the clown in the box backfield. Alvin was the only chipmunk to wake up for this matchup. Nobody was booing a show of unity in this one, just the performances in the field. Cush 123, Bums 94. Mike Evans check, is this thing on? To the window, to the waller. Commission J matched up for an early must-win bout with relevancy on the line. Kamish came into the matchup with his sights still set on the league's version of the Little Barkley Trophy, but instead Jay threw a Josh Allen wrench in his plan with the QB going for 35. Once Kamish felt the wrath of Khan, or should I say wrath of Quan, losing his top pick to an ACL injury, do you think he had a chance? Oh, Dell no. J138, Kamish 103. Next up, Rafi took on new favorite to be the first back-to-back -back BI winner, Mo, and he didn't need a Cooper d'etat for this one. He hardly will when he's living in Mr. Rogers' neighborhood. Is it entirely Mo's fault that a few players almost outscored his entire team single-handedly this week? Maybe, but when you play the game of Julio Jones, you win or you die. There's no middle ground. Rafi, 102. Mo, 56. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Well, what do you know, uh? In our lowest scoring matchup of the week, Husson and Tran trotted out water quarterback versus water quarterback, Philip Rivers and Teddy Bridgewater. And as we know, electric quarterbacks beat water quarterbacks every day of the week, so we shouldn't be shocked that neither did anything in this matchup. For Tran, there just weren't enough Dalvin Cooks in the kitchen. He also learned the age-old lesson that Will will always be full of shit, as the Texans receiver put up a badly timed zero. Meanwhile, Husson was all about the Aaron Joneses, marching behind his season-high 44 spot. He was able to steal the matchup inside the House of Cards offense and watch as new Cardinals receiver DeAndre Watkins reacquainted the league with what a beast he is. Husson 98, Tran 81. After rustling his feathers last week and anointing the champ one week into the season, 
Sal had quite a bit to prove and a good feeling about his chances. And why not? The mission was simple. Zeke and destroy en route to his first Rosa. The perennial regular season Chiggernaut, or should I say Chuggernaut, or should I say Nick Chubbernaut, had other ideas. His QB put up 40 behind 450 passing yards, 4 touchdowns, and no unsolicited DAC picks. Before CMC left the game and needed an EMT, he poured in 23 McCaffey-needed points. Fret not, Chiggs, even without the Panthers running back, you still have a new bell cow, Jonathan Taylor Thomas, who's here to provide some much-needed lineup improvement. Huh? Chiggs, 155. Sal, 131. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's week three. That's what you guys have been waiting for. It's good to be back. Like we've been gone so long. Crazy, like immediate feedback from from bleeding heart bombs. And <laughs> oh god, no, 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 no! Oh, moving on, moving again. on, moving on, moving on. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> We're censoring ourselves. We don't want any group. We okay. For the record, I got no voice messages this week, so our listeners have foregone the right to speak. That's fair. Week. We gave them the option. You gave him the option. Leave a voice message. That's a suggestion box. I have a feeling that this next person might leave a voice message. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. He'll call in for sure. He'll call in, big man. Um, so, hot topic, Shaham. Your type. What is going on, buddy? <laughs> first, let's classify him first. All right. You're going to go first, right? No, I'll let Jay. I'll let Jay go first. No, I just, I mean, I think that we should use these podcasts as time capsules. You know, like as if we should be able to play back one of these podcasts and know exactly what happened that week and like why we're talking about these things. So here's some context. Um, Shaham drafted three quarterbacks this year, uh, Kyler Murray, Cam Newton, and Deshaun Watson. Um, in the past, he's drafted RG3. He's named his team RG3. <laughs> There's a trend. There's a trend. And, um, you know, like Shaham has a type. And that's what we are here on the pod for. We're here to break down the, the, the hard-hitting news in our league. Yeah. And this was a big one this week. So the non-controversial aspect is we all know Shaham loves black quarterbacks. Sorry, that cut right. out for a second. What did you say? I said Shaham loves black quarterbacks, right? That's not controversial. That's just – it is what it is. I thought the controversial talking. thing is when you get into the, the type of <laughs> quarterback he likes. <laughs> not all black quarterbacks are created equal is what you're saying. Yes, yes. And I, I think we all know. I don't, think we sh- I don't think we should say it. Caveman kind of alluded to it. Uh, uh, Fabmo did allude to his type that we all kind of understand. But I think mm-hmm. I'm going to give you some names. You tell me if this is Shaham's type or not. And then the listener should be able to figure out. They can read between the lines, right? Okay, ready? Here's some easy ones. Vic. Yes. Oh, yes, 100%. Right? <laughs> Unanimous yes, right? McNabb. I'm going to go no. It's borderline, but I think I'm going to go. It's no. like it's like part of him likes him. Borderline, it's borderline. He's on the part spectrum. He's on the spectrum, but I'm going to go. Which no. which McNabb? Are we talking about like McNabb? Like oh man, McNabb is McNabb is gray area. You started pretty. You started pretty gray area Ooh, there. Yeah, yeah. I want to yeah. get rough right away. I got some more gray area ones though. Okay, but here's here. here's some easy ones. We know Tyrod Taylor. He loves. We know RG three. Um, mm-hmm. We already obviously we can't have people that he drafted like Deshaun, but um, here's a kind of an old school one. Remember David Garrard? No, no, absolutely not. not. That's definitely no not. Way. Definitely not. <laughs> not even close. Not a gray area. Not even, okay, here, not here, even close. Yeah, that's a, that's a no. That's an easy no. That's an easy no. Here's another. I think easy no. Jacoby Brissett. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's no. an easy no, no. right? Uh, easy no. Uh, but here is one that if it oh, no. if you ignore, I, know, I think context, I know. I think I know. I think I know what you're thinking too. 
Okay. No, this, this, this guy isn't playing the league anymore. But oh, okay, Shaham probably loves him regardless and would if he, definitely would if he played. But Jamarcus Russell, right? Ooh, Jamarcus That's a Russell. Guy. He would, he would root for the guy. guy. He would root for the guy. For he wouldn't sure. draft him, but he would root for the guy. He would root because, for the guy. Yeah, he would 100% root for the guy. Yeah. Just because he's got like a cannon. Well, okay. Yeah. Here's what I think is kind of great. Wait, wait, time out, time out. Jamarcus Russell, though, I feel like Shaham would really root for the guy, but I feel like he would also be disappointed that he's not using all his tools. Yeah, that's true. If he used all his tools, if he used all his tools, he'd be fully on board. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Here's one I think is a gray area: Dwayne Haskins. No, no, no. That's not great. Okay, see, I thought no. I was leaning towards no, but I could see myself being a little surprised. That's all. No, I, I, no. He's a statue. He doesn't yeah, run. you gotta have that's some. Mobility. He's not mobile enough. He's not yeah. mobile enough. That's true. Um, Teddy, I think, is a no. Mm-hmm. It's a no. Bridgewater, obviously. No. Definitely not. Um, Russ, we know, is a no. Yeah. I don't know why, though. Um, here's well, one, though, that I, I'm – I know why. This is I had a hard time with. <laughs> <laughs> here's one that I had a hard time with, um, and I think it's because he's not good enough, but I think otherwise he would be – Shaham's type is Jameis. That's the one I thought That's you were talking about. That's a tough one. Mm-hmm. That's a Jameis tough one for me. Jameis I don't know. That's the one I thought you were talking about. But So the Jameis uh, – I don't it's know. Not his guy. But, it's not his. It's not his guy. I'm gonna go. But, but I think it's because he's not good enough. I think every other he checks every other box though. Yes, he does. He he's not fast enough. enough though. I mean, yeah, he's not fast enough. So okay, so I I think we can go with we can talk about the actual type without being arrested. I guess for <laughs> Wait, you're making this you're making this too too controversial. <laughs> uh, okay, it's you're just right. His type. So, it's not like we're. <laughs> Okay, his type, I think. Okay, so yes, black check. Um, has to have, mobile. yeah, has to has to be mobile to the point that it's like two thirds of their appeal. Like, uh, but but see, they also have to have. Is the Deshaun laser rock is Deshaun that mobile where two thirds of his appeal oh, yeah, is mobility? No. So Deshaun is actually a gray area guy for him. I think Deshaun's a guy that was just there and he's like close enough to the spectrum, but he's a value add to his team. But I don't think Deshaun see, is like truly, truly his guy. No, I think his guy just has to be able to scramble, like, at any point. You know what's messed up? is Pat Mahomes is not his guy. Pat Mahomes no, is not his guy. I was going to bring that up. I was going to bring that I, up. I, ha- I thought about it, but that's we up. all know it's not his guy. We but know he's Pat also, Mahomes is not his guy. Yeah. But, there, but, that's, but that's, the, that's the X factor we can't talk <laughs> about not, why Pat Mahomes not. is not his guy. <laughs> right? I no. think okay. so. He's, like, okay. only halfway, I guess. So we have established that there are degrees to this. And we're talking about degrees and color, too. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Yeah. 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 Like Kyler is about as, as light as it gets to be honest. Uh, <laughs> that's fair. So Shaham is like, you know, um, how all the NFL, like, you know, like the, the little bit of the racist culture, like in, like in football is like, you know, they make guys like Lamar. They were like, Oh, you should be a wide receiver because you can't be a quarterback. Right. That mentality. Shaham is the polar opposite of that. Okay. Yeah. 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 Vince Young. Definitely Shaham guy. Oh, he was on oh, my yeah. list too. Yeah, yeah. Vince Young is a Shaham guy. Vince Young is a Shaham guy. Um, Dak, not a Shaham guy. Not a Shaham guy. Uh, Close. I think early gray on area. I think early gray on. Area. There's some gray area people. There's some gray I mean, area yeah. people, but we know. What about Dante Culpepper? Ooh. Yes. One yes. hundo. Yeah. You have to have a, you have to have a little bit of swag with your with your. Yeah, yeah, that's for there. sure. I think Steve McNair is a Shaham guy. Oh. Yeah. Steve McNair might have been like the first Shaham guy. <laughs> <laughs> Him and Randall Cunningham. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh that's man. someone I haven't thought about in a long time. 
random thought though, random that you brought up with like, the quarterback stuff. You know, there hasn't been a white cornerback since Jason Seahorn. I saw that. Isn't isn't that crazy? Since two thousand three, that's not corner. Yeah, that's crazy. That's unrelated. Yeah. It has nothing to do with anything. But that is kind of unrelated. Is there any like that? Kind of makes me sad because I root for minorities in sports. Actually, this is um this is what me and Bum's talking about, and he thinks this is a hot take. But I love the Heat partially because they have like four white guys who look like they just rolled out of a frat house. And oh, Tyler like, Hero, Duncan Robinson. Tyler Hero and yeah. Duncan Robinson for sure. Um, and fucking Meyer, uh, what's his name? The big tall uh, Myers bench. Leonard. Myers yeah. L- Leonard or whatever the fuck his name yeah, is. Yeah, I root for you white know, guys in basketball. So no love for Aaron Baines and Gordon Hayward. Yeah. Gordon Hayward's mustache yeah. is is dope, but no, nah, I'm not a. They, Aaron they just Baines don't have... is like the the whitest guy you know. <laughs> like I don't understand yeah. Duncan Robinson. Like, oh, he's I mean, the whitest dude. You there probably love that Duke guy that tripped everyone. What's his name? Uh, oh, I know who you're fucking talking about. That fucking dirty ass guy who like punched uh, in the face. He was like Which, um Jimmer for net 2.0, but still shitty. Grayson Allen. Grayson, Grayson Allen. Allen. Fucking hate that guy. That's a dumb <laughs> name too. No, no, no. See, there's a difference, right? I like the Heat's white guys because there's a lot of them and they all seem cool. Whereas like Grayson cool. Allen seems like the kind of guy you'd see at a Trump rally, right? Like that's my beef. Yeah. Huh. I know I wanted a tight 30, but this is well worth it. Okay. Let's move on to the yeah, actual, yeah. Um, <laughs> actual things um of the league fab fab me up let's go well, oh wait you guys notable to... things from last week though i gotta give some props rafi is 2-0 they're second uh, yeah. in the league true yeah. true true Respect. notable props also shaham did he get the biggest score of ever i'd have to do some digging she... but that's got to be at least top two top three kuiper yeah. can you fact check us can you fact check us on this one kuiper i think you know um know tomorrow morning but um yeah, yeah, Kuiper. I mean, Shaham, big shouts to you. Uh, Chigs, big win for you. Number one team in the league now. Yeah, um, I, lost, I lost a number one guy, too. It's fine. You have another running back. Uh, also, and, what did Zabs do to fucking piss off the fantasy gods? I feel bad for the guy. How does this keep happening? Like, this is not – like, you couldn't write this. Yeah, I don't know what it's going to take for him to <laughs> – <laughs> I don't even know what it's going to take. This is crazy. But, like – like, this is not even a joke. Zab's absolutely, like, we got to do, like, a coup or something if he ever tries to draft Mahomes or a Chiefs player. But how did Bums pass off the curse to Kamish? I mean, Bums yeah, won the B.I. He's, like, he's, he doesn't really have the curse. He's never won the B.I. He had a bad few first few years, and now Zab's is actually, like, the real curse, I think. Yeah, oh, it yeah. should be the commissioner's trophy. <laughs> the commissioner's yeah. trophy. No, it's the B.I. tournament, and the trophy is the commissioner's trophy. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Uh, um, all right. On to Fab. On to Fab. Pretty active so, Fab. Big notables, Sunday. obviously. I think, the, I think really, I mean, there was a lot of, like, fucking laugh your ass off at me taking Mo Cox, but, you know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all you fucking We haters. knew you were going to take it. Whenever you ever turn down Mo Cox. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, laugh it up, fucking clowns. Um, you paid money for that. <laughs> okay, um, fucking Hassan paid money for Ryan Tannehill, so like okay, also shitty. Okay, wait, time seen... Ryan Tannehill Go. quietly took a leap, top five quarterback in the league right now. It's crazy, <sighs> but it is what it is. Sustained. Okay. It is what it is. Anyway, but obviously Devontae Freeman, Mike Davis, those were the big, the big um, leaps. Classic 
us an offer though, Fabmo offer of one dollar on Devonte Freeman. Like at that point, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> he just wanted to be wanted to be there. Even Kush put in a sixteen dollar bid. Um, are you guys surprised by sixty eight dollars? Uh, a little surprised. Yes, a little surprised. Why? Why are you guys surprised by that? Because first of all, it's Devonte Freeman. <laughs> Second of all, that's a t- that's going to be a timeshare of sorts. Whether you know, it's going to be a committee of somehow. So it's kind of like. I mean, so I, mean I agree like, that Devontae Freeman is the guy to get over Mike Davis, but that's still a, like, is that worth, you know, like 60, like it's almost 70% of, you know, three fourths of your fab budget. Yeah. That year. offense, Saquon had six rushing yards. Week one or something. <laughs> <laughs> you, yeah, think like, what do you think is going to happen six? there? <laughs> you know what I think was the better play and I think, I think so. I think bums taking Wayne Gallman for free was the better play because Devontae Freeman hasn't looked good in three years yeah I and now he's that. coming off the like I don't know I mean you had to do it I get it but I think Bum's gonna come out looking way better on this that's an insider move yeah uh, yeah that's good and then Mike Davis we'll see. $35 is that too much or was that about right well you know I was thinking it might be too much but Mike Davis also seems like the kind of dude who'd be like their goal line their goal line guy yeah, he's a short round one, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just based on his physique, right? He's the guy that yeah. might get you the so he might have like he's a guy he's gonna have the fucking Tolbert style stats, right? It's like, you know, like eight rushes for like thirteen yards and like two TDs or something. To be honest, like Sean did not need him. Sean has David Montgomery, Miles Sanders, Todd Gurley, Carry on Johnson, and now Mike Davis. He's fifth on the depth chart there. I think uh, Shaham, if anything that we just from our discussion about his type, right? There's the, the other X factor in his type is that there's a lot of like dick pics going on, right? He picks with his dick a lot in his, in his time. <laughs> yeah. And I think but Mike Davis is not just, flashy though. I know, but I think he just saw, you know, possibly a guy who might be RB2, RB1. It's unclear. And he's like, I got to go for it. Yeah. That's my theory. Sean, All right. You can correct then, me if I'm wrong. And then Deion Lewis, do we feel good about 10, 10 attempts for 20 yards and touchdown? Deion Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, that whole backfield's a mess. I cannot believe every single um, uh, top running back, Giants, like running back on the roster was taken, or not even on the roster yet. Like Deion Lewis, Devontae Freeman, and um, Wayne Gallman. I don't know. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty. It's a mess. Honestly, it's too messy to have to deal with that every week. It would be too messy. Yeah, for sure. That's like beneath me. As a for sure. <laughs> Damn, <dude>. Okay, <laughs> but um the more exciting thing about fab i think is we got some fun with numbers here so fabmo also um i was inspired by fabmo i'll admit it with him talking shit acting like he's not the fab king but um here's some fun with numbers here so this year he's made uh, eight total transactions of any type um he's bid of those that includes like you know free agency pickups um etc of those, two have been from Fab, and those were his sixteen and twenty dollars bids for AP and um, uh, who the fuck else did he bid on? Um, well, he got Deion Lewis, Deion Lewis, Deion Lewis, and AP. Mm-hmm. But outside of so, what do you think his the, that was? Obviously, AP and Devontae Free. Uh, I mean, Deion Lewis. He put up sixteen and twenty dollars bids for those guys. What do you think his next highest bid was on any Fab player, whether he won or not? Three dollars. Zero. <laughs> One dollar. 
so he, so he basically is in it to win it unless like what, so why has, why do that he has two bids of one dollar two bids of zero dollars and then the 16 and 20 those are his bids this year on fab yikes i guess the average is six dollars so much work it's so much work to put in a one dollar bid for no reason I know, but it started to get interesting. So then I looked at total transactions, right? Surprisingly, he's not the highest on the list um, for total transactions this year. This includes trades, um, you know, uh, waiver, fab, wins, not uh, bids, obviously. Um, but just my guess, in general. My guess who's your guess is who's number one? Husson, because Husson's making a lot of like on the day, like Husson's doing some maneuvering, okay? So this is something I noticed. <laughs> so here's the thing. So for whatever reason, Yahoo does push notifications to me when people make transactions, which is a new development that I kind of love now. (laughs) (laughs) Mine does not do that for me. (laughs) Um, But basically I find out like Sunday night after the Sunday games are done, Huston's like adding and dropping people that are playing on Monday and then like adding and dropping them again after Monday night. And so he, he like skirts the rules a little bit where you can drop a player that you have um, that's already played for a player that hasn't played. So he, he basically, Wait, ro- yeah. So he basically rostered. I don't know if this is a loophole or not. I did it with Trey Con Smith because he inspired me, but basically you can, you can have a player that um, plays like that day. So you can roster a player and hoard them and see how they do. And then if you want to pick up a player that's playing later, like a Monday night game, Sunday night game or Sunday afternoon game, you can drop that player and pick up that player. Wait, but does that guy have points? Like, he, no, I he has mean, to be on your bench. He has to be on your bench. Sorry. He has to be on your bench. Oh, I see what you're saying. So as long as you don't yeah. start someone, yeah. you, can, you can drop them um, even after they've already yeah. played and then pick up someone who hasn't played yet. Yeah. It's yeah. God damn it. That's like the most fucking hustling shit ever. Well, he's abusing this shit to the core. So yeah. as far as total transactions, transactions over the weekend. <laughs> how much higher do you think he, you're right? Hassan is the number one, the leader in um, just overall moves this year. Yeah. Uh, two weeks into the season, right? Two games played. But what do you think the gap is between him? So Admo is tied with Rafi and Kush for the second. They're all tied for second most moves in the league. They've made uh-huh. eight. Um, all these are plus or minus one because the way Yahoo yeah, counts is weird. Um, they've all made eight moves, eight transactions. That's, that's including trades, picking up, et cetera. Um, how many do you think Hassan has more than that? They have eight. That's the that's like the benchmark Hassan's, of what's considered high uh, in the league. He's double. doubled it. He's doubled it. I think he got twenty one. Twenty one. <laughs> <laughs> he's made twenty one moves this year. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? All this tinkering. I hope he fucking wins the bi. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> he's made twenty one moves this year. And 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 for for reference sake. 21 moves he's already made two weeks into the season. In all of 2019, and this is a little bit of an undercount, these numbers, Fabmo had made the most moves of anybody with 67. Um, next was Kuiper with 50, and then at four, and then everybody else was kind of in like the 40s. So Admo, you know, Fabmo made 60, um, 67 moves last year, which was over the whole season, which was the most. And that's an undercount. So he probably made closer to like, you know, 70. But Hassan is already like a third of the way there two weeks in the season. <laughs> I'm tinkering son of a bitch. Um, <laughs> well, that's also, why he, that's a, why a fun he fact, moves. That's true. Also a fun fact I found out from last year, Fabmo talks all the shit about how um, you got to spend all your fab money. So last year in 2019, he did not spend all of his fab money and there was five teams who had less money than him at the end of the year. <laughs> so I was out here getting the receipts. <laughs> I'm getting receipts, taking names. 
And then, um, oh my god. Okay, and then last little section on fun with numbers. So this is just offers made, right? This is, this includes if you got the guy or if you didn't get the guy. But um, who do you think has the most fab bids this year? And it's not Hassan. I'll give you. I'll make it easy for you. It's not Hassan because he fucking does all his sneaky shit like you're talking about. Like, is it too obvious to go with Hassan? Uh, maybe both. Yeah, it's a little too obvious. It's a little too obvious. No, it's actually Zabs. Zabs oh. put in 14 fab bids. That's understandable. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's got fucking no players, so. Yeah, RIP um, to whoever you picked up. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And then Kush and Hassan are tied next. They've put in nine fab bids, and then Admo is um, – uh, and then Kuiper with eight, and then Admo at six. So Admo actually hasn't put in the most fab bids, but he has one of the lowest rates of uh, winning his bid. And Kush actually has one of the highest because he's put in a lot of $0 bids on players that nobody else bid on or $1 bids, which makes sense. So there's your fun, but numbers. Oh, and including Hassan's 21 transactions this year, the league average is six. This piece of shit. <laughs> oh my God. Such a dickhead. The Robin Hood, like a uh, stock trading. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, he thinks the league is fucking He's Robin day trading. <laughs> He's day trading in the league. <laughs> what a douche. All right, that's fun with numbers with Fab. You guys can uh, make your other inferences from there. Wild, wild stuff. Um, all right, well, big week. Uh, I think that was a really interesting week that just happened, um, and I think we'll talk a little bit more about it once we get through the matchups. Yep, let's do it. All right, so let's start us off. Uh, Chigs, we'll start with you because you're first. Um, Chigs versus Goers. Chigs is projected 130, and Goers projected 89. Ooh. Um, Goers has been decimated by the injury bug. This is, I mean, Chigs, rest some starters, bro. This is not even fair. All right, I'll piss him. I know, which sucks because Raheem Mostert was actually looking like a great pick. Yeah, Mostert was looking good, and then Marlon Mack got hurt. Like, why did I have to play Goers in week one? Why couldn't I play Goers <laughs> in, like, week three? Yeah, he got, he got fucked. Oh, I mean, then there's looking at his bench, there's nobody. I mean, this is DeAndre Swift time. So this is obviously, I feel like, not even worth discussing. Yeah, I mean, it's really not. I mean, Chiggs, congratulations. You lost the number one overall pick. You're still projected 130 points because you have Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Um, <laughs> it's, a, it's a good team. I mean, what can, I, what can you say? Like, it's a good team. Like, you dropped 150 on Sal, but, like, you know, it was high because Dak had 40, but, like, your team still would have, on a normal Dak day, would still have, like, 130. Yeah, the other thing I got to – mentioned is our scores are so inflated they're year. so inflated i don't understand what happened i think it's the defenses because defense are, are all in the all double digits yeah i know well actually my first week was pretty bad but my second week was pretty good okay i mean chigs i think you got this one we all vote for you right, um <laughs> there's not a lot of analysis to do when when goers team is completely decimated um okay the number two team in the league rafi versus kush uh the spread is rafi by 11. Um, Rafi's got a good team. I'm ready to admit fully that this is a, a team that doesn't look like outstanding on paper, but really just turns out. Yeah, no, I think I'm, it's a good team. Yeah, Rodgers, yeah. this year, their running backs are good. Yeah, I think, I think that, that, that's the key here. I think Rodgers is on a few tour, and I think the running backs are like not spectacular, but they're like really solid. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, this team's just going to put up consistent points because all these players' floors are pretty, pretty high. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, 
Rafi is like definitely dark horse. I mean, dark horse to even win the Rosa. Like, I know I'm the favorite, haha, but I mean, his team's fucking good. Um, and they perform well. Yeah. But um, I think it's the good juju. I think it's the good juju from having uh, the right name, the right version of that team name. Yeah, I think so too. Pun intended. I know, dad joke. No. Um, what do you guys think about Kush's 130 point breakout last week? That was impressive for this team, honestly. I, I you know, but that what the fuck are the odds of Kareem Hunt having 23, 24 points or whatever it was? I think that's pretty high. Um, I think that's, so that's, Kareem Hunt, man. <laughs> I think I think the shocking part about this is that I think Kareem Hunt, Leonard Fournette, like. <laughs> like he's just backed into like two RB ones potentially. <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> probably RB ones, but they're at least like they're startable. I think Leonard Fournette is going to be the RB one there, and Cream Hunt will yeah. be like that borderline, you know, RB one, but probably more RB two. So I mean, regardless, regardless, <laughs> not like really, because just... he fucking injured his way into like Jonathan Taylor. Uh... That one's going to take over, anyways. Okay, but you guys, uh, but but I'm saying you guys. Um, you guys just saw Goers running backs. Like, Kush is out here with Kareem Hunt and Leonard Fournette. We just saw Goers has, like, Peyton Barber and, like, you know, some practice squad guy as his other running back. Like, this is crazy. Kush backed into this. And he's still in cell mode. He doesn't want to win. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I think he knows he can't. So, like, what's the point of even – Yeah. Like, if you're in his position, right, like, even though his team is, like, overperforming, like, what's the point of even – um, yeah. No, no, totally, totally fair. Totally fair. But that being said, I'm going to the Rafi still. I'm going to the Rafi still. I don't think yeah, I'm going to the Rafi too. Yeah. No. Um, okay. And let's keep going. Let's keep going. Uh, Cobra Kyler, Shaham versus Tran. Oh, man. So this is a must win for Tran. Shaham by oh, 10, by the way. Tran keeps on, like, because Tran is a good team, like, objectively, but yeah. he keeps running into, like, the other good teams in the league very early. Opposite of strength of schedule monster. <laughs> Wait, what yeah, is strength that? of schedule. Like strength of schedule is not in his favor. Yeah. Yeah. He's got Cam now, so like Shams conflicted. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. I mean, also, a I great would, trade that yeah. they made. Yeah, it was a good trade. Even. Yeah. I think. I think it's even. Yeah, that was like the most. Re- that was a reasonable, fair. You know. Yeah. Us. I think they both improved. So here, I think the thing is that. Um, I, I'm going with, with Shaham to win this one, but I think the thing is that Tran at zero and three has to go about seven and three the rest of the way. Yeah, um, which is possible. It's definitely possible. Um, I think he is still going to make the playoffs, which is I think so to too. Say, I think but... so too. I think so too. Yeah, I've just got so many better matchups. I know, right? Like Kyler against Detroit. Um, uh, Tyreek against Baltimore is kind of tough, but running back DK Metcalf, yeah, against Dallas and Russ is cooking this year, so um, yeah, Shaham's team. I mean, Shaham's team is a fun team to watch too. Yeah, no, that's that's his team is so fun to watch. This is a, such a Shaham team. Like all these guys are his guys, right? Except for Higby. But that's, I guess everyone needs a hustle guy. Yeah, I know. Everyone needs uh, white tight end, I guess. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, no, his team is mad fun to watch. Like, red zone-wise, must be really fun for him. I, I mean, there's not much to say here, except I think Tran's going to run into 
a really good Shahan team. Shahan's going to go three zero. Trans going to be zero and three, but it's going to be so weird because I think Trans better than half the teams already have uh, um, wins. No, I think it's good. Mm. Um, okay, next matchup. It's uh, Solid versus me. <laughs> matchup of the week. <laughs> matchup <laughs> matchup of the week. <laughs> Two one and one teams. So that you have a new tight end. This is you know how in Harry Potter they have the Tri Wizard tournament. This is the Tripod Cup. Uh, right now you're zero <laughs> and one in the Tripod Cup, and if you I lose, this, one in the, in the, you lose in the, the Tripod in the Cup, yeah. <laughs> you lose the Tripod Cup if you uh, if you uh, if you yeah, lose. Yeah, I don't beat one. you. Um, I, okay, so here's the thing. I went through the match earlier in my head. Um, I, I want to say one thing, and that's what I said before week one, and that is Josh Allen is a top three quarterback in fantasy football, and the dude is just balling out right now. <laughs> he is. I I actually so agree good. with you that he is a. I agree that he's like a very high level fantasy football quarterback, much more than he is real life. Okay, but, wait, time out, time out. Thus, this year though. This year, though, real life Josh Allen is looking real good. He had 300. He set a career high last week with 312. We were making fun of it, and then this week he topped that and had 420 yards rush or uh, passing. He's 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 coming into his own. But you're going up against another top five uh, real life and fantasy quarterback in Russell Wilson, and Russell is trying to win an MVP this year. So that's a wash. Our quarterback matchups are a wash. Quarterback matchups wash. What did you say? You think Shahan would like Josh Allen if he was? Yeah, if, if yeah, he, he was. Remember that whole like ESPN debate? That whole ESPN debate that was just like if Michael Vick was white, would we be treating him differently? And they like even like in ESPN.com like changed the color of his skin to a white guy. He looked like Josh Allen. Like, that, like they were the same. Player. I don't remember that as well, but I find that hard to believe. Yeah. <laughs> no, they did. They're the same. I think Josh Allen might be Michael Vick. I, I think there's a Continue. lot more separating Vick's looks and Josh Allen's looks than just their skin tone. <laughs> no, bro. It's the exact same. Hot <laughs> take. I, I, I get called hot take. I get accused of hot takes. You're fucking over here being like, oh, Vick and Allen, Josh Allen, the same guy, just minus the, the skin color difference. I'm cutting that out. I'm putting it in the beginning. <laughs> you just said that. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Um, yeah. All right. So our, our quarterbacks are the same um, ish. Yours has got the edge, but whatever. Um, receivers, I think, are close. I think they're close, though. too. Yeah. 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 I, I think, think they're close. close. I think CD Lamb keeps getting underrated a little bit. And I think Mike Evans is appropriately rated, I think. I think that's I think fair. Better with uh, Tom Brady and Jameis. Yeah. He, I mean, he looked really good in that last game. Um, you and I are going to have a lot invest in that Bucks game, Jay. It's Godwin versus Evans, right? We got to see know, which, yeah. which receiver is going to get fed. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then our running backs, uh, you have the edge. Um, but, you know. I have the edge, but, you know, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I think Derrick Henry is going to have a huge drop-off this year. He's just – people are, like, playing the Titans, like, you know, much. He really does every year. Yeah, he does you think every so? year. It's not Derrick Henry time, him, but he goes off. <laughs> yeah, it's not <laughs> – it's not it's not Derrick Henry time yet, but once it's Derrick Henry time, you'll know, and he's gonna get like five touchdowns in the playoffs. That's true. Um, I guess I guess this, this is my it's like this is my first time. You, Jawad's experiencing yeah. the Mike Evans ownership, and I'm I'm experiencing the Derrick Henry ownership. I know. So I mean, I, so I mean, you have the edge at running back, and I mean it, it's not close, um, unless Miles Gaskin turns into be like some real guy tomorrow. But we'll find out. Um, Tight end, I definitely have the edge because yeah. I got the Waller. Yeah, he's fucking beast. Sixteen targets on Monday. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Like one person they had to stop, and they didn't stop. <laughs> they could no. stop. Him. And also, love the new stadium. 
love that the Vegas uh, feel to it. I wanted to see if once uh, like their fans in the stands because that feels like one stadium that will be fun. Um, we got to have a yeah. weekend where we go to Vegas, do a Vegas weekend, and then end it with a, a Raiders game. Yeah, um, league trip to Vegas. Yeah, whenever the Raiders play the Chiefs. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, keep going. Uh, yeah, so let's just pick it. I think oh, I'm gonna win this. I have the I have three running backs versus your two because Melvin okay. Gordon's playing. Um, without, with, uh, yeah, I'm going with myself because uh, Trey Von Smith. The hype train is back. God damn it! You and the goddamn <laughs> hype train. Um, and also, Josh. I mean, this Allen. is his time with Michael Thomas out. So this is Josh Allen's breakout game. You thought he had it, right? 300 yards in week one, 400 yards in week two, and now 500 yards in week three. Let's go. Let's get it, baby. Um, okay. Uh, Chase, break the vote. Um, no. If I just let's go with Salah, I'm going to go with – I'm going to pull the upset here. Salah's going to lose the tripod. Oh, Allie, oh, Allie Cox is going to fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, great. Okay, let's keep going. I had to. Um, us versus Hassan. Uh The spread is us by about – Oh man, he didn't change the lineup. Also, by about twenty-five. Yeah, he was gonna do this though. Yeah, we. I mean, he's got like Ryan Tannehill on the bench or something. Yeah, or so Herbert. He always does this though. He tr- like he thinks he's playing mind games with people. He's not. And we don't knows care what which, he's gonna do. We don't. We don't care if you start Herbert or Ryan Tannehill. Start either of them. We don't care. <laughs> um, he's a coward, so I think he's gonna start Tannehill. <laughs> I, love how, I love how Herbert's like the ball team. <laughs> It is, right? I mean, a rookie, you know, playing in a second game, you just don't know. Well, he played well against the Chiefs. Of course he did. But, you know, you're trying to ride like – is Huston brave enough to ride that? No. And then he always does this. He leaves a kicker empty until, like, fucking Sunday. So. He keeps dropping him and then picks one up. So, so he has an extra, like, skill position player on his bench. <laughs> I love how we reduce bench sizes, and this motherfucker is still abusing the system. <laughs> <laughs> How the fuck? Um, okay, so to the matchup. Um, Huss is one and one. Hudson's one and one. I think Hudson's got a good team. I mean, I thought it'd be four too. Yeah. Um, yeah, he does have a good team. He does have a good team. I mean, he they dropped their crappy quarterbacks, and so I still don't think his quarterback is good enough to win like a Rosa, but it's better. He was in the starting lineup for us. You what? John Lewis in the starting lineup for us. <laughs> Desperate times, I guess. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, hate to see it. Um, truthfully, if I'm him, I am – yeah, I guess I am doing that. The bench doesn't look too promising either. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, um, did we all go with Huston on that? I actually might. I'm going to think I'm going to go with Admo. He's got, I mean, his team's not bad. It's just so Hassan rides. Hassan, his team rides on um, Aaron Jones and uh, DeAndre Hopkins, right? And Aaron Jones is playing the Saints, so I think that that's going to be harder to get. Whatever, like fifty, almost fifty points, or the fuck he put up last week against Detroit. Yeah, actually, last week was bad for Hassan. To be honest, he had forty-five points from one guy, and then like forty-five points from the rest of the team. Like yeah. it wasn't, it wasn't that good. Um, so that's why I'm actually going Fabmo on this one. That's my pick. That's fair. David Johnson is as good as that first game. What? So, I don't think David Johnson's as good as that first game. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and I don't think Aaron Jones is as good as that second game. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we all went from being like, oh, we like Huston's team is pretty good to being like, yeah, it's all overrated. It's all hype. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm going with Austin. I'm going with Austin, actually. <laughs> I'm going with Austin, except for Austin's name, his team. So. Yeah, yeah God team, damn so. it. Um, That's why he's not going to win the Rosa, because the fantasy gods don't appreciate this. Yeah. All right, next matchup. Um, Kuiper, who got a win, surprisingly, last week <laughs> with Antonio Gibson and Jarek McKinnon as running backs, um, <laughs> versus uh, Mo, who's 0-2 and scored 55 points last week. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my yeah, God. Mo, Mo's team looks bad. And Mo's team has five Eagles starting. Five. And the Eagles look like – Carson Wentz looks like he's regressed or something. I don't know. But. I Mitch Trubisky. Yeah, there's not true. there's there's not a whole lot to say except when do I play Mo? <laughs> like I feel like it's a bye week at this point. Is Julio <laughs> playing this week or is he? Yet? Julio had two points last week. And as I mentioned in the beginning of the pod or in the breakdown, in the game of Julio Jones, you either win or you die. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> Uh, we're we're all going Kuiper here. We know Kuiper yeah, Kuiper. He, he doesn't Kuiper. deserve two wins at this lineup, but he's <laughs> he's well, Michael Thomas might be back. So yeah, yeah. There's fair. no way Michael Thomas comes back. He hasn't been in the lineup, but I'm still going with Kuiper regardless of Michael yeah, regardless Thomas. of regardless of Michael Thomas. I'm going with Kuiper. He could put anybody out there. Um. Okay. Let's keep going to. Wait, is that it? Oh, no, no. One more. Um, Bums and Zabs. Um, this is such an ugly matchup. <laughs> Bums, <laughs> Bums by 12. Um, sure. <laughs> this is ugly. I, it's just it's just like, why, why are we just like beating down Zabs further? I don't know, but look at this team. The receivers are okay, but man, it's running. You know, you could do worse than Daryl Henderson, especially with um, Cam um, uh, Cam Akers injured. Yeah, you could do worse I mean, than Bum, that for for RB two. Bums lost to to Kush last week, so we have to we have to think about this. <laughs> this same yeah, this has this has the potential because I think I I used to think Bums was a bubble team for the playoffs, but this has also potential to be a bi final matchup if things go the wrong way for Bums. Yeah, Bones is Kamara, and that's and that's yeah. Kamara, yeah, Kamara is everything here. Um, okay, so let's let's actually talk about um, when Zabs loses this matchup and goes zero and three. Who on Zabs' team will the vulture circle? I'm thinking his receivers are good. Yeah, his receivers are good, but they're not like they're not like I wouldn't trade like auction money. Well, if Josh Allen keeps doing Josh Allen things right now, then maybe Stephon Diggs. I want Diggs, but I want Diggs for the stack. <laughs> if I was, uh, oh, that makes sense. I want Hunter Henry because I need a tight yeah. end. Wow, we're just like <laughs> we're, we're, being said, <laughs> we're already we're already carving up this team. <laughs> that being said, I'm going with Zabs in this matchup. Me too. Really? I'm actually going to go with Zabs. I am. I am. Too. I think he pulls, pulls out the dub. I'm going I think Daryl, but he needs a different quarterback. Drew Brees is is past his time. I'm going with Bums, and I think I'm going with Bums because Kamara is having that good of a year. Yeah, he might be the RB1 this year. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. He does look good. All right. And I think that's all the matchups. Yeah, I think that's all the matchups. Did we touch everybody? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Um, Wrap that up in a tight 30. Probably not. Probably not. not. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's how history will remember it. 
<laughs> it's not like a tight 45, yeah. but it's fine. Um, man, it's good to have football back, you know? It's good to have football back. That's true. It does return a sense of normalcy. Yeah, I mean, like, certainly weird, but it's not bad. Right, I think football like is the best sport for the pandemic because I don't even notice the lack of crowds. I, I don't either. And I'm trying to think, like, in the past, like. No, it's because I, I, mean, I talked about this a while ago. It's, it's the camera angles when you're watching football on TV. Like, yeah. the way they have to do the camera angles on the football field, like, you, you can't, it's not even worth seeing the crowd, right? Like, it's just looking yeah. at the field. Whereas, like, basketball, other things, because fans sit up, like, right next to the court. Like right oh, baseball's end. struggling. Baseball doesn't know what to do with those off, like, in between pitches. They don't know what to do. They're a little, oh, like, yeah. trying baseball's to, like, too slow. Yeah, they don't even know what to talk about either. It's so boring to watch now. Baseball might have died during COVID. One of, one of COVID victims, baseball. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect sport to survive do you think it, it was or was not? They could have. They just, yeah. Know, the way they. And, and, and how could they have survived though? Like, what would they have done differently? It's too slow of a game. That's that's my thought. Yeah. They had like from what is it, April till basically now. They could have been a sport during that whole time, and people would have just watched it. Oh, but you're saying were, yeah, but they waited until oh, even start back in April. Too. They would have uh, had so many games canceled because of COVID though in April. Yeah. But also, I mean, just the game is fundamentally not built for this generation. This game is fundamentally not built for House of Highlights and and TikTok and Instagram stories and stuff like that. That's it's not true. Built yeah, for our, that. our attention spans are shrinking. I think football and soccer are doing fine in COVID because those sports, like soccer, you need the fans do make a huge difference. Yeah, but, I mean, you know, it's it's because there's no like timeouts and there's no breaks. It it, it yeah. works okay. Football, honestly, you don't even fucking need the fans. Like, you don't even see them half the time on the telecast. Did you hear uh, Sergio Dest is headed to Bayern or Barcelona? Yeah. Yeah, dude. That's crazy. America is winning a World Cup straight up. Dude, 2026 at home. Conrad De La Fuente, who's on Barcelona already. Uh, Dest, who's going to be in Bayern or Barcelona. Weston McKinney's on Juve. He's on Juventus and starting. Yeah. (laughs) And made team of the week in the Serie (laughs) A last week. Um, Christian Pulisic is a number 10, obviously. Gio Reyna. Gio Reyna scored his first Bundesliga goal last yeah. week, and he's 17. Um, Josh Sargent is – he's under 21. He's not that great, but he's under 21. He's starting every game yeah. for Warrior. Like, that's, that's something. And he's still better than playing in the MLS, right? Yeah. Honestly, we're, we're definitely like, – So, tw- this no next doubts. World Cup in uh, Qatar, it's going to be one of those where we do well, but we're still figuring out who we are. 2026, we're winning. At home, we're winning that shit. Who has a bigger World Cup? I think Reyna or Pulisic? I think next one, Pulisic, but I think Reyna, you know, you, you might see him challenging for that, like, superstar of, of America. Dude, Reyna's, like, Reyna's, Reyna's, I know we have a new flavor of the week every, like, every week now because all these players That's are true. doing crazy things, but, like, Reyna's insane. <laughs> He's doing yeah. some crazy, crazy things. I think the, the biggest thing holding us back will be we got to get rid of fucking, like, coaches that think like MLS coaches like Burhalter. Like, I mean, if you fucking name Josie Altador to a starting roster, fucking you deserve to be fired. Right. At this point in time, if Josie Altador is named to your roster, you need to be fired. Okay. But who starts at striker besides Sergeant? Who else is, we don't have any depth at striker. That's the problem. Um, what about, um, isn't Jordan Morris a striker? I know he plays. No, nah, he's, he's on the wing now. Fucking move him to striker. Who cares? No, he's actually really good on the wing. He actually he would start for us on the wing. False nine. Who? Just put Pulisic up top. You could do that. And but because he's your best player, Reina. though, you need keep, you need him yeah. at number ten. You need him at that number ten position. No, but that's the thing. Reina's the ten. 
So Reyna's the 10, Pulisic on the wing. Reyna's not going to start over Pulisic at this point. Was, he's too young. At this point, he's on the field for sure. That's fair. That's he, fair. He's, he's on the field for a full... He's on the field for a full 90 at 17 on the U.S. team right now. Honestly, I say you roll with Josh Sargent straight up. I would yeah. roll with him. Over. You know what Josie is, right, at this point. You know what you're going to get out of yeah. Josie. So yeah. why not just roll the dice with Josh Sargent? Because you don't know what you're going to get. Another roster, too. Hey, whatever happened to uh, Gideon Zalalem? The Arsenal kid? Yeah. He's playing, play, he playing, he playing like KC. Scotland, right? No, he's playing at Sporting KC oh. for a little bit. He went, to, yeah, he went from Arsenal to Rangers to Sporting KC. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that was a big, um, that was that a was big, a uh, that was a tough um, one. You know, hype bubble, but that was like a Freddie Adu hype that failed. But now that's the thing we're just not prepared for is that like all these guys are actually like coming through with the hype. Yeah, that's true. All right, well, this tea potty was brought to you by Unnecessary USMNT Talk. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. Now you guys are well-educated on the future World Cup champion. She say, do you love me? I tell her only partly. I only love my bed and my mom. I'm sorry. 50 dub, I even got it tatted on me. 81, they'll bring the crashes to the party. And you know me. Turn the 02 into the 0-3, Without 40 Ollie, there be no me Imagine if I never met the broskis God's plan God's plan